Hello and welcome once again to It Is Complicated, the podcast where it is the answer to everything is it is complicated, including the title of this podcast, which is It Is Complicated. It is complicated because um, this week you have me doing the introductions. I promise after this we will be back to our normal, regular, scheduled interactions between me and Josephine, and in fact, the next one will have somebody else as well, our special guest star, which I will announce at the end of the episode, so you'll get to know, you'll be surprised, uh, you'll be amazed, you'll be delighted. Uh, so this is the third part of the panel discussion from NB City. Uh, as you can tell, it was quite a long and very interesting panel discussion, um, and I've included it and I've tried to put it out just so you could hear not just my thoughts but the thoughts of three very young queer people and give them that space for these different voices to be heard. Now I understand from feedback that uh, hearing the voices has been slightly difficult uh, because of the quality of the recording. I have done everything I can and I'm not that technical with sound but I have done everything I can to make the sound as good as I can uh, with the recording. So bear with us, enjoy this part of the discussion and I will be back to you after this. We asked another question. <laughs> take away, take away. No, I'm sorry. No, no. Um, so I'm Lou Faye Um and I was wondering if you could share a moment of like an early moment of queer joy, maybe your first one if you're comfortable just like oh. Um, I have to be, uh, I think, really basic when I say that, but uh, when I was in Berlin, I saw an amazing um, drag show. But, yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I had the morning and it's like really basic, but it was a uh, really unknown artist was like in the kind of a bathing or kind of like. No, no, no. I'm literally asking who it was because those unknown artists, those unknown artists were going to basement actually have a big thing so please name the wonderful drag artists that you saw mm. because they are people that we can have done because those people who perform in basements are changing the fucking world yeah, yeah. game changers or do you not know um i have the worst memory for <laughs> <laughs> I can remember faces, I cannot remember names. It's amazing numbers, I'm very sorry. I wish I were. Uh, Just remember who took you to the place. It was not something really big happened. It's like um, I had two friends who were around and who took me. The they will know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Methods of immediate. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I will so amazing to be in the space and um, seeing the show um i think i cried so much but it was like out of joy because it was like so brilliant and i felt so understood and so seen and just being in the space so, yeah yeah i would say that's a memory that i connected with for joy Ooh, are we getting on the yeah um hmm, uh, this is the thing i <laughs> it feels so like, I don't think I have any memories of queer joy. I have queer memories. <laughs> All my memories are queer. I've got a queer brain. Come on. Uh, but uh, 
I have been. I, mean, I think my earliest memory of being like, I'm queer I was when I was like four. But queer joy, I don't think I have any queer, uh, any joyous queer memories. Uh, not at all. That's not what I'm going to have. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any before like the age of about, of about 19. Um, and I think it was, I, where obviously I'm a performer, um, and I, I went to see Angelia, the newest end, which not my favourite show in the world, but I, I, it's great. Um, and I remember seeing uh, Alex Thomas Smith, very cool, uh, non-binary performer, on stage in the first non-binary role. Not explicit enough for my liking, but it is <laughs> it is a non-binary role. Um, the first non-binary role that I've ever seen on stage uh, in a musical, which is, you know, my area of expertise. Um, and I just remember being so happy. And it was the moment that it clicked. I was like, oh, my God, I, 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 I can be in this industry and I don't have to put on that much of a mask. Like, I, I don't have to constantly be playing a man. I, I, can, I can get up on stage and there are roles where I'm hoping it's not, it sort of has started a bit of a revolution in terms of non-binary roles on stage, certainly in musical theatre. I think in, in straight plays, not straight plays, I think it's been around a bit longer. I don't know if anyone saw uh, I Jones at the Globe. Yes. Amazing. Uh, brilliant. Uh, but yeah, that now that was explicit. That was explicit. Um, not in terms of the content, just in terms of, of the, the the representation. Um but yeah, I, I think that's probably my earliest memory. I'm sorry, it's such a late memory, but but it's that that is probably my earliest memory of queer joy. Yes, um, I can't do an early memory of queer joy. We need to that long trying not to exist. Queer joy is kind of difficult thing, but I do have wonderful a, a wonderful memory of total queer joy. So my my first name is Jake, which we start the letter J. I'm in the middle of changing my middle name to E. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what it's like to have the name where you walk up and they're like, what's your first name? Jake. This is the letter J. And they're like, what's your middle name? E. And you spell that E. <laughs> and I also don't know, as I come to myself in every, in every language that is not English, because J is not J in French. Wow. It's not J in German. It's not J in Portuguese. Yes. It's not J in anything else. Neither is E. E. Yeah. E is every other sound but E. So I have punched myself and I find that absolutely hilarious. So that is total queer joy that I get every time I write my name. And which I think is, is even better than thinking of the first time I had queer joy because it just feels so me to have a name like that because it's fucking transgressive and it's non-binary and it's gender queer and it just feels like it fits and that... It's just joy. When did it happen? It's, it's only been in the last six months that I've made that decision. But 
there's been joy earlier, but that's kind of like that moment that I can talk about in a really coherent way. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, um, I was at a wedding. I was turning 13. The two people getting married were Jewish. They said, now have a bar mitzvah. I said, eeeh. And I remember like feeling eeeh at 13, like, but that means I'm a boy becoming a man. Eeeh. I mean, also, I wasn't Jewish, and there's a lot of other things there. <laughs> it was mainly that. And then um, Peter Andre came in. <laughs> <laughs> then Peter Andre came in, again, mysterious girl. Uh, um, and the performance artist, Le Gato Chocolat, jumped out of the cake. Is it chocolate? It was, absolutely. Of course. And between Peter Andre's flushed orange cheeks <laughs> and the Gato Chocolat coming out of his cake. I was like, damn, I'm gay as hell. Mine's
weird thing and there's some people who prioritize your insectness or feel I'm I'm like because we gender it's not a binary. Gender is not a our, our physical sexual characteristics are also not a binary. But I understand that if you're fighting for your rights within that binary that it is much harder. So we just need to do better. I can't believe anything else to say. As a possibly endowish sex person. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I think um no. I I'm I'm struggling processing the language. Um I'm struggling processing the rephrasing as well, so I just need to be quiet. Um, can you re ask the question? Just for a minute. For my brain. So it's easier for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yes. I, you can't do it. I I'll, 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 I'll just, Yeah, sure. No. What do you want me to Could you re ask the first question? I like all right. Got lost. Oh, so endosex yeah. is someone who when they were born, the doctors said it's a boy or it's a girl. That's basic. There's nothing yeah. to do with gender or anything. Typically, obviously, you get them assigned the gender that society thinks is alignment, which is cisgender. Um which means that they're from your sister. So um, but if you are born with any variation of what they would say is a boy or a girl. Then you are uh, intersex, or you could, it could be labeled as a variation of sex characteristics. Um, 1.7% of the population meet that, which is more than redheads, which is more than trans people, um, but uh, do not have any rights in any country in Europe except Malta. Wow. Um, if, if you are born uh, intersex, not everybody accepts that term, but mm. generally it's a human rights language. If you are born intersex, then um, you can't transition gender either. Um, it's a endosex privilege um, that only endosex trans people have. Um, so actually, you know, when we when we talk about cis uh, privilege, um, we we kind of erase uh, the intersex experience because we're not um, we're not recognizing that intersex people do not have whether they are cisgender or not do not have the same privilege. Um, and you know there is regular. Um, I, I feel like I feel like this context is important for my questions. So. Um, sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, like um, every every day there are hundreds of uh, forced surgeries on intersex people. Um, whether it's about your chromosomes, your genitalia, uh, other things about your anatomy, um, and. Yeah, I read. I, last year, I went to the funeral of a person who who was intersex, and they themselves talked about the fact that they um, they had ovaries and a penis, um, but uh, they were born uh, labelled male, and when they died, all of their family were given eulogies um, about their brother, even though this person transitioned, not legally, but transitioned to female later on in life. Um, and a lot of queer people um, were completely not understanding of that. Um, they didn't understand why um, anybody had a problem. All of their intersex friends had a problem, um, you know. And people will talk about the fact that cis um, cisgender people have all these privileges, um, but hardly ever hear queer people talking about the privileges that queer people have um, mm. when compared to intersex. Mm. 
Um, and um, I think that it's, I think that it kind of says a lot that we don't know the term endosites as a community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to ask, like, how do you think we can be better at that? Um, does that make sense now? Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. You. I really appreciate you taking the time to explain that. Um, I think the same concept of allyship applies right and it's about who's dominating voices in in those kinds of conversations um because there are minorities within minorities within minorities mm -hmm. and then there are people within those minorities of minorities of minorities who still are silenced actively by the other minorities in the minorities in the minorities mm -hmm. um so i feel to answer your question directly it's a case of uh democratizing access to to spaces like this democratizing um power and again giving up positions of power over people who are at the front screaming about queer as the umbrella well let's get specific you yeah. know and when we are campaigning and when we are being activists who are we asking who's missing um because it's a really big question. Because as soon as you ask who's missing, you understand who is not represented. Yeah. And 1.7% is a really small percentage of people, but that doesn't mean that we just forget. It doesn't mean that we erase, and it doesn't mean that we talk over, and it doesn't mean that we, um, we, we don't have the conversation because it makes us uncomfortable or fragile or we become insecure in our lack of knowledge. I'll be... I, I've never heard that phrase up until you mentioned it today because a lot of the conversation in the circles that I'm in right now is still using reductive binary language like assigned male at birth and assigned female at birth. And I'm here trying to campaign for better language and now you gifted that to me. So I'm mm. grateful because now I can actually have things to say of depth and reference and signpost people. So what I'm saying is about education. What I'm saying is about, again, people with privileges to, to amplify those experiences and to amplify those voices and, and bring that discourse into the mainstream. Yeah, I, I first just want to say thank you for bringing it up. I, I, I had heard those terms, but thank you for, for explaining them so eloquently. Um, for, <laughs> no, thank you, honestly. Um, and thank, thank you for bringing up this topic because I think it's very important and thank you for bringing that into this space and I, again I, I think it's I just second everything that Malachi just said um, it's yeah it's that thing we have so many like there's so much eh, I can't think of the right word within the queer community like that, it, that there's so many I can't phrase it properly but do you know what I'm saying we eat our own too often we eat our own too often yeah. that's, it, that's exactly what I'm saying and not in a good way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, but, but, but yeah no, we, we do we eat our own too often um, and that that can extend to the wider Community, and yeah, I, I think I'm going to second what you said as well. I, I think we, we do just need to do better. I, I, I can't think of a better way to put it. Can I just 
praising them, maybe just celebrate each other more. Celebrate each other more. I love that. I really like that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, celebrate each other more. Do better. Um, I, I, gen- I genuinely can't think of, of another way of articulating it. But I want to say thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. I think what would apply to many aspects is being kind and kind of like um, providing a helping hand. And just like how much I think we all can be happier is no matter how much we struggle, but still having an eye on what's around us. I think this and then because I've personally never experienced that when I was kind that I didn't receive kindness back and also um brave. I had so many times or that I wasn't fully myself. And I realized only when I'm brave to be myself and to be outspoken that I'm met with the same privilege. Mm. I had friendships who shaped up so quickly just because from the first second I was with that person, I was completely 100% honest. Mm. I talked about issues I had, even if I just like not know them, just would keep that away. But I was like so open about everything that this shaped up and then that me giving trust to that person mm-hmm. meant I received the same yes. amount of trust back. Yes. And that just built such a strong foundation. And I think if we practice that more often and think about it, because we always, to the outside, we often try to project to be this kind of like this business side of us, <laughs> kind of like, oh, this is like the most perfect me who I want to present today. And if you step away from that and actually show, hey, we are all kind of a bit... Uh, yeah, we all have things we have to deal with. None of them is perfect. And so if you just embrace it and embrace it with the other people, then I think we can all help each other. Yeah. Um, I have a thought that it would take us outside of queer joy. Is I'm sorry to do this. Trains healthcare sucks and we need we need better. Um trains admin sucks. The fact that you can only transition across the binary is means I have no legal gender. Um, although I do have a little gender in New Zealand, which is very expressive non binary gender queer, because I have a statutory declaration, because I went for a kind of self ID. Um, I could, I'm waiting to find out what my birth certificate can be changed to, because they've got something coming out next year. Um, which is going to be wild. I just can't wait to change my, change my name and my gender on my birth certificate in New Zealand, and then kind of bootstrap all the admin over here. But that's the only way for me to do it, because there is no way for me to legally have a gender that is congruent with me here. And I want that for everybody. And I want everybody to have the medicalised, access to the medicalised treatment that they desire. So the medicalised model of trans, fuck that. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that a lot of non-binary people need to go into that medicalised model of of trans across the binary to get what they want. Um, fuck that. Um, so that's part of what I mean we need to do better. We need to break those two structures. There's a structure around that medicalised model of, of gender, which unfortunately intersex people fall within as children. Um, and we need to fuck up this whole admin model of there's only two markers that you can have on your passport because that fucking sucks. Not exactly trans joy, but hey, or queer joy, but I think it's joyful to think of that future yeah. and to push for it. Actionable. Actionable future. Yeah.
because that makes the thing. If you, you can take action, you can feel more powerful yeah. than sitting there going, I can't take action. But we can agree that those two things should, should, should go, then we've got something to work towards. And, we can, and the issues that cross the boundaries of identity, and I think that's also really important, is focusing on the issues over focusing on the labels and the identity. Yeah. Because I think that gets us so much further. Problems, yeah. I just thought to say, I know we have to finish, uh, but uh, I also think everything comes back to the point of visibility if people don't see us. Like, for example, I'm sure I speak for a lot of people in this room when I say we didn't know those problems were happening before we walked in here tonight. I, I, I didn't realize that that is what was going on. Um, it's not on the list. Essentially, it's not on the list. Should we have queer news? We should have queer news yeah. on BBC. Yeah. 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 But trans women using a bathroom or a facility that is congruent with their with the agenda. Now, that's news. That's news. That's news. news. more Existing. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Creativity. <laughs> Doing the most. Mm. Love. <laughs> I don't know if you have a, a sign off on your podcast. You have a sign off. How do you sign off? Oh, we usually we usually spend about five minutes discussing how we're affecting Keanu Reeves. Yeah, it's not just because he's gorgeous and he's a dude in a certain dude way, and he takes that into every single role. It's breathtakingly hilarious. Um, but he's also kind as a person. Like yeah. you see the stuff that he does to people. He does with people. Yeah. He does with people that he's worked with, and genuine, genuine, kind yeah. person. Um. But then we just generally go to buy. Our sign up is um bye game. <laughs> That's <laughs> an inclusive. <laughs> um we've got the word buy. But oh I've got the word buy. You don't shout buy days if you want that one. Yeah. 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 Me. But, but, oh, <laughs> <laughs> So that is the end of the panel discussion. That is the end of these 
three special episodes. I really want to thank you for your patience if you've listened through these. I know the sound quality was trying at times. Um, I know that some of the discussions were really interesting, which is why I really wanted to push it out and make space for these discussions. One of the things that I found most exciting was hearing three different younger voices, especially who identified quite differently from me, had quite different experiences. And it was wonderful to have that space made for people like myself to come in and talk to a lot of people who are at different parts of their journey around gender, around sexuality, around what it means to be in these spaces. And it was also interesting to come in as a technologist into a space where everyone else on the panel was very much more in arts and performance and and production. And I was sitting there talking about making software and uh, the other things that I do in my life. So thank you very much for being part of this journey through the NB City panel. Uh, the other thing was I just wanted to say, we touched on it there, but yes, Keanu Reeves is breathtaking. Nuff said, amazing. His kindness shows through in everything that he does. And that is really important. It is a value that I wish to emulate. Kindness is something that I think is the thing that makes Keanu breathtaking. And we'll just leave it at that. And we can discuss that more in many, many, many other episodes. Uh, coming up in the next podcast that will be released because I'm the executive producer. Apparently that is a job title. Um, or it's also known as the person what writes the blurby things. So that as the person what, what writes the blurby things and puts these up, the next one is a really, really interesting discussion with uh, Dr. Joe Parslow. So as part of our Queer Voices Theory, Queer Voices Theory, it is part of our Queer Voices series. This is why Josephine is here, because Josephine can say words clearly in a radio producer's voice. Queer Voices series. Is Dr. Do <laughs> is Dr. Joe Parslow, and it's a really good discussion, and I'm so looking forward to putting it out. That will be out very shortly after this one. Um, if you want to find us, we are It Is Complicated without the E on Twitter. You look for us on It Is Complicated, uh, all one word on Patreon, if you'd like to support us. The money that you give us goes towards paying our guests. We also have uh, Mastodon. Um, just look for It Is Complicated. And we are also wherever good available wherever good podcasts are sold. If you'd like to drop us a rating or a recommendation, that would be totes amazeballs, simply because that allows people to find us and to see us. Um, because who knew that we would be doing 50-something episodes of this? And we want to make space, we want people to be able to enjoy this, and we want people to be able to listen and be part of this these really interesting discussions about the complications of life and why it is complicated. So thank you very much for joining us on this special series. Uh, looking forward to talking to you next time and so looking forward to having Josephine help me do these things because I am not made for talking to a screen and sounding like I know what I'm saying. Bye.